Do you make time for grace? It's a small gratitude ritual, but it has the power to transform our meals. I wanted to talk about it today on the Vegan Family Kitchen podcast. You know, my Catholic roots run very deep. I was raised on the rural side of the French-speaking province of Quebec. My parents were baby boomers whose very existence was the direct result of the religion's pervasive presence in our culture. My father was 13th of 17 children, while my mother was the youngest of 11. Yet, we never, ever said grace at the table. In French, it's a prayer called le bénédicté. None of my friends' families did either, save for my friend Tasnim, who once mentioned that her Indian grandfather insisted on it. To me, it was a quaint ritual, but I had only ever seen it on TV. There was not even a little prayer before we started sharing a massive holiday feast with my mother's side of the family after the Easter church service, the most important meal of the year, perhaps. I suspect that as the church's grip on Quebec loosened in the 60s and 70s, saying grace was just an easy ritual to abandon. People were hungry for social change and increasingly in a hurry to eat. The first time I was drawn into prayer before a meal, thus felt a little bit awkward. I was visiting my then-boyfriend, now-husband's grandmother, in Manitoba for the first time. I was fearing that, as the novel guest around the table, I would be called upon to say grace, but thankfully, Oma, as the elder, did the deed herself. I thought it felt really nice to enjoy that thoughtful, quiet pause before digging into our food and busy conversation. But that was it. Although my mother-in-law often prepares very elaborate meals, saying grace did not carry on as a family tradition from my husband's omas to his family. Some people even start eating before everyone is seated, something that I find shocking. Now I am starting to think that we're missing out on an important ritual and that my family, my own family, my husband and my two children, that we need to introduce a moment of gratitude before we eat. It doesn't have to be a religious affair. Personally, I do not believe in a single Lord who gives us our daily bread. I prefer the idea of making space and time at my table to acknowledge the resources that have gone into making our shared meal. We are nourished, of course, by the effort of the people who cooked, and those who earn the money to buy food. We also would not have that food without the back-breaking work of those laborers who grow the plants we eat and stock the markets where we shop. We have something to eat thanks to the warm rays of the sun, to the awesomeness of photosynthesis, to the genius of irrigation, and to the robustness of the roads and vehicles that transport the ingredients of our meals. As Thich Nhat Hanh often insisted, we are interbeings, intimately connected to each other. The importance of nourishment through food is yet another demonstration of our interconnectedness. We can only exist with each other, even when we seem to be alone. Taking a minute once per day with our heads bowed to acknowledge and appreciate the miracle of life seems like one of those habits that we need to emphasize in this day and age. What do you think? Please share your grace rituals with me if you have any 
by sending me an email at hello at veganfamilykitchen.com. I will really appreciate the inspiration that you share with me. If you need a meal plan, if you need help finding out what's for dinner, I just posted recently a new free-to-download sample meal plan from the mini vegan meal plan collection. If you go on my website, veganfamilykitchen.com, under recipes, it will show up right there. And I'm always happy to help you decide what's for dinner so that you can eat more plants. I look forward to seeing you again soon in the Vegan Family Kitchen. I'm grateful for your visit.